Hello, PodFam, and hello, Rachel. How are you tonight? I am doing good, Laura. How are you doing? I'm a little lit. Did we decide to stray away from the tea? We, you know, we had to put the tea away tonight because of tonight's topic. And, you know, we did some soul searching. We had to trace back to some times that we thought we had suppressed. And we're coming to you tonight, our beloved listeners, with our most disastrous dates that we have had. Yep. And this can extend to pretty much just disastrous courtships. Sometimes it went beyond a date, but to get us through, we had to each select a beverage for this evening. So can you let us know what you are drinking today? Yes. So tonight I'm drinking a Darling Mimosa. I found it just at the L and yep. it's a local Ontario drink, which is pretty much exclusively what I drink. And I, I like it. It's just like this nice light orange flavor with a sparkling wine. What are you drinking though? I have something that I got at a cidery when I was on a little vacation a couple weeks ago, and it's a cider white wine infusion. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. So it's kind of like picture like more of a dry cider mixed with like a pinot, just a bit sweeter. And it is delicious. So I was kind of saving it for a special occasion, but I was like, you know what? Tonight is the special occasion. I need this. Absolutely. You know, I'm a sucker for a good cider. So nice choice. As we said, we are going to be talking about our most disastrous moments when we've either Mm -hmm. been on dates or in, as Rachel said, courtships, which is like, what are we, the 1700s right now? I feel like what they call it now is situationships, but I like for it to be a little bit fancier in my brain. I don't know. Make it sound less tragic. (laughs) You've been watching too much Bridgerton. Okay, I love Bridgerton, but go on. Yes. Well, I definitely prepped for tonight. I have my mimosa here and Mm -hmm. I blasted some Olivia Rodrigo before we started recording. So, you know, I had to put myself in that mindset two times that seemed absolutely tragic when I was younger. But now, honestly, all I can do is laugh. So I'm really sorry. I'm going to laugh a lot in this episode. Um, Same. Yeah, I'm hoping I can get my words out. And Mm -hmm. one thing I've realized is in my dating history, I have been called a bitch many, many times. Men are so rude. Yeah, and every time I was called a bitch, it was because I was standing up for myself. So I am proud to be a bitch over here because I wasn't going to take less. Precisely. You know what? Sometimes you got to be a bitch to set your boundaries, and that is totally okay. Absolutely. Nowadays, we just call it a power woman. Yes, because it is not bitchiness if you are living for yourself, baby. Exactly. So, Rachel, did you prep for tonight? I did. I did. There's a couple that I will not touch on because it's almost like too tragic to go there. But I do have a good like list of that are just wow. They definitely hurt at the time or made me feel a bit funky. But looking back, I'm like, that's hilarious, girl. You really should have known better. Right. Oh, my God. I had that moment. Well, first of all, I had to remember some names, which I did a terrible job at. And I also realized I have gone out on a date with a lot of guys whose first name started with J because I was going to go by like the first letter of their name but I had Mm -hmm. like four J's (laughs) so anyone whose name 
starts with a J that is a man is honestly a walking red flag for me. I mean, I haven't, maybe there's some great ones, but anyone that I've dated whose name started with J, I was like, ooh, yikes. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. So for me, I have had uh, less dates, but definitely some awkward experiences. So would you like me to start or shall you start? How about you take it away? Oh, (laughs) are you ready? No. (laughs) Okay, so Laura, picture this, right? I am in my first year of university, Mm -hmm. first semester. Mm -hmm. I basically was living a very sheltered life beforehand where I never left the barn because we didn't have time to date people, right? You'd never talk to a boy in your life. Never, ever. I mean, I had like this one cute moment at like a grad party where like my high school crush had his arm around me. Oh my God. I remember you telling me about that. Oh, that was so cute. Oh my God. It was the biggest deal. I remember you calling me to tell me Mm -hmm. that you like held hands. I know. And you were just like, wow. And this was definitely when our age gap still felt pretty big. Oh, definitely. I was I was not holding hands with boys. <laughs> but picture this. Basically, I go to university and suddenly there's like so many hot boys around. Like I've just never seen it before. So for one instance was uh, actually this is turning into two stories. I'm sorry, because the first semester of school was uh, tragic. But do you remember a certain Australian that I met over Frosh Week? Oh, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, this guy, I was like 17 because I have a birthday that's later in the year. So I was pretty young. And this guy was like a third or fourth year exchange student there for a semester. So, you know, he was not there for a girlfriend. Nope. Definitely not. And I met him at, uh, I think it was some orientation event during the day and we exchanged numbers cause we kind of hit it off and we're very flirty with each other, whatever. And I was hanging out with some friends sort of thing that night. And I get a text message from him asking me to come to a separate residence cause there was a party happening there. Right. And I was like, Oh, absolutely. I'll go. I'll see you soon. And he was like, okay, see you soon. So I basically haul myself down to the other residence, which takes about 30 minutes to get there. And guess what happens? What? Well, I text him and say, I'm here. And I text him a couple times and he never answers me or comes out to get me. So needless to say, when I discussed this with Laura, we were like, I think he met another girl that evening. But needless to say, it was pretty awkward from that occurrence onwards. So that is a tragic event number one. Tragic event number two was about a month later when I was interested in this one guy who was kind of in a friend group I was around. It wasn't really a great friend group for me, but it is what it is. And I asked him to go to Starbucks with me to go for a little walk to find a nice Starbucks because the campus Starbucks are just not it, right? And I get an answer and he says, oh, no, like, I'm sorry, that would have been really fun, but I can't. I'm actually out of town this weekend, all right? Mm-hmm. I'm just leaving a pause for dramatic effect. Of course. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe another time, whatever. And then I wind up at a party later that night, and guess who is very much in town? <sighs> Bastard. <laughs> and I went over and I asked him straight out. I was like, oh, I thought you were out of town. 
And he basically was brushed me off and was like, oh, uh, 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 leave me alone. <laughs> and um, yeah, needless to say, he didn't like me very much. Aww. <laughs> yeah. There was a couple of things that I did that maybe turned him off. Mm-hmm. And looking back, I'm like, hey, if you can't accept that in me, you're not for me. Yeah, but- clearly he was not the right man for you. No. At that time, I was also equating physical attraction to uh, emotional attraction. Yes. And I think we have all been there at some point. Yes. Yes. So as I was aware that he was physically attracted to me, so like would hook up if I asked, but on the actual dating side, hard no. that was a big no. And um, I did not know enough about men yet to understand that. <laughs> So, um, yeah, it was all right. <laughs> we live and we learn. He had a weird name anyway. It's fine. Oh, well, that's fine. Well, my first story kind of leads off of yours because very similar experience. I was about 17, 18 at the time. Yes. And it was almost a setup situation where yes. a mutual friend and uh, a friend of theirs thought that this guy and I would get along and it would be really cute if we Mm -hmm. went on a date it was kind of one of those like older people being like oh you two would be so cute together like let's make this happen yeah so you would remember this very well so me and this guy we like go out on a date and I think we I think the first one we hung out like a couple of times for me okay let me just define for me, we went on a couple of dates. For him, yes. we hung out a couple of times. <laughs> There's an important <laughs> distinction there. <laughs> yeah. So I remember like one of the first dates we went on. Okay, sorry. Hangouts. Hangouts. Um, yes. You have got, to like, be correct there. There's a distinction in the male brain, you know. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry because I lived it. I was out on a date. Yes. And it was legit like pretty much one of my first dates like very much similar to you I rode horses my whole childhood so like there was no time for boys there was no dating happening no no like I was kind of the weird horse girl and I just never had time but anyway so this guy and I went out and we got like Chinese takeout and sat down by the harbor and had dinner together super cute like Mm -hmm. you know little nervous conversation that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. the next time we hung out, we went to the movies. And yes. I was just kind of like, oh, like, do you want to, like, hang out again? Like, see each other again? And he was like, no, I don't. Ah! <laughs> ah! That's yeah. so blunt. It was so blunt. And, like, <laughs> he just did not like me at all. Uh... I think he thought I was like, so he was, like, kind of from the city. And he was really yeah. spoke up about that. And, like, I grew up in a small town, like, obviously rode horses, so I was, like, kind of country. So he was just, like, very arrogant. And, like, I was kind of like this country bumpkin. I wasn't really. Like, I was a pretty cultured person, I like to think, even at the age of 17. Um, But, yeah, he just didn't like me at all. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) that was, like, my first moment of rejection. I mean, you have to respect him for being that blunt, though. I mean, yeah, I'm glad he didn't drag me along, which is great because I know lots of guys who who would and have. But yeah, you know, when that's like your first dating experience, that was a pretty hard. It's hit. rough. It was pretty rough. It's rough. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, that took me a while to get over that one. Yeah. But anyway. Have, uh, <laughs> yeah. have we learned anything from those very similar experiences? Mine is um, sometimes they just don't like you and that's okay. Yeah, I think that's lesson number one. Sometimes yeah. someone's just not going to like you and it's fine because you're not going to like everyone. So you do yeah. have to remember to like turn the tables a little bit and not everyone's going to like you. When you're young and you think you're going out on a date, that's a little hard. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I've moved past it. I've moved past. It has not, hasn't it's affected fine. me long term. You know, we're, it's fine. we're 10 plus years past that. So it's fine. Um, yes. But yeah, you know, like I remember for so long thinking like, oh, I have like, I wasn't really calling him my boyfriend, but I'm like, oh, I'm like seeing someone. And yeah, that was like not the case. And everyone was like shipping us and stuff, but it was more like there was so much hype around nothing that yeah. I got it in my head of being like, ooh, like we're together. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's my first story. Yeah. I think lesson number two from this is um, don't equate a male being physically attracted to you to them wanting to date you. Yeah. Yeah. That was a hard lesson. And see, it's all fun and dandy when – you are kind of the one rejecting somebody else. Oh, it's totally fine. Doesn't affect you at all. Yes, but what is your first dating experience in general and you're the one that gets rejected? It just hurts that much more. Yep. Maybe that's why we're such good friends. We can I relate. Think so. <laughs> we can bond over it. We're just like, oh, we were the weird horse girls, even in university. Yeah, it's it's really followed me through my whole life. That's okay. I wear it yep. with a badge of honor. <laughs> exactly. And eventually you get to a point where a guy thinks it's cool and you're like thank you yeah thank yep. you that's true all right so this next story i'm, I'm kind of going in order at least as best as i can remember um yes. this would have been like the orientation week of first year and okay. my campus was doing like you know how they they do like the big uh booths and games and stuff on the main campus yes so you know i was rebounding from my rejection from I think yes. a few months earlier and um, hard. yeah oh, that hit little little Laura pretty hard um, yeah. and I remember distinctively I was wearing this like really cute frilly skirt to orientation yes. and yes. this guy starts chatting me up now I'm sorry of for the life does. of me I don't remember what his name begins <laughs> with but, but he was a DJ um, you'll see this oh a common God. theme in my stories I don't remember their names um, <laughs> which there's a story related to that coming up. See, you've been out of the dating market for a long time. There's literally no point in remembering their names. Exactly. It does not serve me. Um, no. So anyway, he was a DJ, so we're going to call him DJ. And anyway, he's working this booth and he starts chatting me up. Uh, he thinks I'm cute. I think he's cute. He invites me to his DJ show. And I think no. it's like, Yeah. <laughs> He was DJing at this little bar. And yeah. let's just put the framework around here. I had just moved to the city, okay? From a small town, I was yes. out on my own for, like, the first time. I was kind of scared to be in the city alone at night. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agreed to go to his little DJ show. Yes. So I was really scared of being, like, kidnapped. Um, okay. I was, like... 19. I was 19 at the time because I knew I was yes. like old enough to go to bars. Um, I took a gap year, everyone. One of those cool Fun kids. Fun fact. 
Yeah. Um, so anyway, it was my first time like being downtown by myself. Like a couple nights prior, I had gone with my roommate and she was like, you know, born and bred in the city. So it was all cool. But this is the first time I was on my own. So I had my cute outfit on mm-hmm. and I put sweatpants and a hoodie oh over top so I wouldn't look like too flashy. Oh my God, Laura. <laughs> yeah. So I took the subway all the way downtown, found the bar and I walk in and the guy sees me and here I am in like like a, a track suit <laughs> pretty much. Yep. And I'm like, hold on, I have to go change. I'll be back in one minute. And he's looking at me like, I'm fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I come out of the bathroom with my, my, my cute little outfit on and he's just like, what was that about? And I'm like, well, I've never walked around the city by myself. So I put like a sketchy outfit on. He's like, he's like, how old are you? <laughs> I'm like, I'm 19. He's like, ah, okay. <laughs> I like how you say like, how it, you're just like, I'm 19. I know, right? Um, so anyway, I listened to his show and all that. And then I get invited to this like after party with him. Mm-hmm. And by this point, he is just like, I don't want anything to do with this girl. Like she is just so young. And I don't even know how old he was. He was probably like early 20s he wasn't like that much older than me but like definitely old older. enough old enough old enough. <laughs> old enough so go to this party I have no idea where I am in the city yes and um it's getting kind of late and I was just like hey like I'm gonna go home because the people are like oh you guys can have that room and I was just like no <laughs> I need to go because <laughs> let's let's just like rewind here a little bit I had held hands with a boy at this point <laughs> Fair enough. I was, I was not sharing a bed with one. No. Um, so I called a taxi and I was just like, I don't even know where I am, but like yeah. I need to get home. Yes. It took half an hour to get home and cost me $50. I still to oh this day God. do not know where I was in the city. Um, <laughs> so the moral of that story is, you know, always know where you're going. Yeah. And, uh, and maybe don't yeah. date a DJ. Don't date a DJ. He was an artist, okay? He was an artist. He was an artiste. Yes. He is an artiste. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of my second story. Uh, yeah. So um, picture this again. I'm 19. Uh, probably similar to you where I had like zero experience with boys. Mm-hmm. And um, how do I set the scene for this, Laura? All right. Well... First of all, it was a house party on New Year's Eve, and the yes, theme was. was onesies. And see, I took onesies very literally. Yeah. So so there were three of us who – I saw, I'm sorry. I have to jump into your story here. Yes. It's okay. It's there okay. was, like, my boyfriend, my, my current boyfriend and boyfriend at the time, duh. It was his friend's party. And yes. a friend of ours and myself, we went – shopping for onesies and yes. like you know we didn't buy typical onesies we bought like sexy cute onesies yeah they were cute they were super cute yeah. and then we pick up rachel somewhere <laughs> along the night <laughs> and this girl she's in a, she's in a polar bear costume i can't say it but it was a cute polar bear onesie oh it was super yeah. cute <laughs> Anyway, continue. I mean, it seemed to work for some reason. It did, because originally, so we had, like, 
a, a friend of my boyfriend's and we're like, ooh, okay, this one friend that we have, like, they would be super cute together. No, no. Here comes little Rachel in her polar bear costume. <laughs> All of a sudden, I turn around. She's by the bonfire sitting on his knee. And we're like, okay, that was the wrong friend, but cool. I don't have any explanation for how that happened. I don't really think it was my idea. <laughs> you were literally like sitting beside him and then you were sitting on him. I don't know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was the time that your, your tail kind of caught fire, but we won't go into that tonight. Okay, so for context, I was like a very young 19 and um, he was 25. And Laura, I did not say a word. No, not a single yeah. word. For the rest of the day. I did not say a single word. It was like I didn't even know him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know why I did that. <laughs> I don't know why either. Was- you were just so nervous all of a sudden. I know. I was just like, ah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I like this. He is a really nice guy. Like he is a, he is very a nice. lovely man. He is very nice. I was weird as fuck. <laughs> you were. You were just awkward as fuck. <laughs> and he, he was just like, did I do something? And we're like, no, she's just fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like I left him with a really great impression of me as a person. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah um, I mean, I hope you're not listening to this, but if you are, I'm sorry. <laughs> She's truly sorry. I'm so sorry. Everything about it was fine and normal. It was fun, but I don't know what it was. I was literally just like, I just can't. Poor guy. Poor guy. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he lost any sleep over it, but, you know, again, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, he's he's okay. He's he, right. he's doing just fine. He's doing just fine. Yes, I don't think it um broke his twenty five year old heart. No, no, it wasn't meant to be. It's all no. good. <laughs> no, yes. So yeah, um, moral of that story: don't be weird when you don't really have a reason to. <laughs> what a what a lesson! <laughs> what a lesson! Don't be weird. Ever, like it's okay. You can talk to them. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's not like he's even a jerk. So it's not like you had a reason not to talk to him. He's a a wonderful person. Literally, like, the nicest person. Like, it probably would have been nice if if we had, like, exchanged numbers and stuff. But I was just so weird that that did not happen. Yeah. There was just, no, you just couldn't do it. Yeah. When I actually think about that, I feel like that's one of the most tragic dating events of my life. Um, So if we could move on from it, that would be ideal. Okay. Well, my third story. This is Rachel's absolute favorite. Oh, I love this story. (laughs) And she's never going to let me live it down. No, no. It's just because it's just coming out of your mouth. It doesn't make sense. No, because I'm, I don't care. I don't want to toot my own heart, but I'm a very intelligent person. (laughs) You're a very well-educated woman. Thank you. You understand geography. Yeah. Yeah. I sometimes forget. <laughs> yeah, so so what does this have to do with geography, Laura? Oh, God. Okay. Mm-hmm. So at the time, meeting people in person was not going well for me. I was very good at picking people that were not very good for me. Mood. And I did want to go on a few more dates. So it was actually my brother who talked me into going online dating. This is pre-Tinder, okay? So I can't say I was on Tinder or Bumble. It's a um, plenty of fish days, guys. Yeah, it was the plenty of fish days. Yep. Those were those were some scary times. 
where you had to use the Google to yes. do it. Yes. Anyway, this man, oh, he was oh. he was good looking. He was in law school. Oh my. Yeah, and he asked me out on a date. Oh. So I was pretty excited. I was also very nervous, but I was very excited. Yes. Um, and just actually thinking back to how literal I would take things. I don't know if this is a good way to describe yes. it, but he asked me out for a beer. Okay. And I don't drink beer. Like, I barely drink okay. wine. I'm like a cider cocktail kind of girl. Yes. And nowadays, like, try and change my mind. Um, yes. But back then, I would kind of go along with things because I wanted people to like me. So, anyway, oh boy, man, that's a topic for another day. For I know. Each of I'm us. sorry. I know. I had to just throw that in there because it's just, yeah, it's just one of those things, right? Like, so, I understand. Yeah. So, he invites me out to a bar for a beer. So, mm -hmm. I order a beer. Yes. Because I'm like, we're out on a date for beers. So, I need oh. to drink a beer. Yeah, someone trying to explain explain that psychology to me. I, I, I don't know. So anyway, I'm like nursing this beer because I hate beer. Yeah. You know, could have had a glass of wine at least, which I can drink. Or I could have had any other beverage. And I think at the time I really enjoyed Amarota Sours. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we're, we're on this date and like we're having a nice conversation, you know, getting to know each other. He's super cute and things are going well. So I ask him where he's from, and he says he's from Edmonton. And Rachel, what was my response? She loudly exclaimed, oh, I love Winnipeg. <laughs> oh, it was not one of my finer moments. Yes. And the look, I still remember the look <laughs> on this guy's face. He was just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I am out with the ditziest girl I've ever met. <laughs> like you could just see it on his face he just went like oh we're having that nice conversation too like this girl's an yeah. idiot yeah so just imagine for people that like aren't in canada yes. or like yeah even explain, the States. explain for people not in canada Edmonton. winnipeg winnipeg isn't even a province no it's another city in an entirely different province it's a city in manitoba yeah, which and is two provinces away from where Edmonton is, which is in Alberta. But the biggest problem is that he said Edmonton, and she went to another capital city two provinces away. And was like, yeah. yes, that's the one. In my defense, I have been to Winnipeg, and I loved it. So, I mean, like, yeah, you got to love Winnipeg. Let's just say after that uh, lovely comment out of my mouth. Um, yep. The conversation died off pretty quick. I can imagine. And, and I definitely didn't get a text back <laughs> for a second date. <laughs> so, you know what? I think he missed out because, like, other than faulty geography knowledge, you're pretty smart. So, thank you. See, you probably could have challenged him. Yeah. You know, if it was a trivia night, I probably would have, like, kicked his ass as long as they didn't ask me where Edmonton was. He could have laughed. He could have laughed at it. Yeah. He, he said nothing. He didn't even correct me. Ouch. He just did one of those like, uh, and then change the topics. Like, and that's when I was just like, oh, fuck. You're like, I think this date is over. <laughs> yep. You know, there's yeah. this like meme going around on TikTok and it's just like, am I dumb? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that so, was that um, moment. <laughs> so uh, what did you uh, learn from that experience? Oh, I didn't learn a damn thing. I just 
don't know you geography just, very well. Yeah, you just learned that you don't know geography. Okay, good to know. <laughs> yep. Yep. I have no I have no lessons from that. Just that, you know, you sometimes say dumb things during a date. And, you yeah. know, if you're on a good date, they'll laugh it off. If you're not on a good date, they look at you like you're an idiot and never call you again. <laughs> Fair enough. So um, my fourth year of university – and I don't think I'm going to tell the whole story because um, it's just honestly a bit tragic. But I will tell the story of um, one particular evening. So picture this. I had just broken up with my boyfriend mm-hmm. and I was in my last year of school. So I was like, I want to not get tied down. Except what was the very first thing that I did, Laura? Oh, you got tied down. Yeah, found a guy that I was interested in. That was my first mistake. So this guy, he was like kind of around my friend group and he was like different. Like he was different than people like personality wise and people I dated before. And I found that really intriguing because we had some things in common. So we went on one date because he was going to accompany me to one of my events. So we went on a date beforehand and um, it was fine, but... I think, you know, we probably just weren't very well matched, but he still accompanied me to that uh, event. And um, basically, I decided after that event that uh, it wasn't enough for me and I wanted to go to the next semester's event with him. And um, guess how I asked him, Laura? How did you ask? So it was um, the Christmas party, right? Mm-hmm. And um, there were some really strong jello shots. <laughs> Nothing good happens when there's jello shots. Nothing good happens when there is jello shots. And um, my little self thought it was genius to ask him to next semester's event that night. Get him while he's cornered. Get him while he's cornered. And um, it had been two weeks since the previous event. And the next event, do you want to know how far away it was? How far? Four months. Oh. Yes. That's kind of far. Yes. Apparently, I was an eager beaver. And basically, I did not care who was watching. And he was leaving the party next to another one of our friends who really just was a joker. So, you know, I never lived this down. And I walk over and I basically look at him and I'm like, come down here. I have to tell you something. And he's like, what? And I literally like put my hands on his shoulders because I'm short and he was tall. So I was like, come down here, come down here. And he was like, okay. (laughs) Get over here. And I have my hands there and I was just like, will you come with me to my event next semester? And he was like, yeah, that's okay. Sure. I can't. Probably intimidated. I I know. And I was like, great. Good. Great. This is good. <laughs> good. Good. And then obviously he left. And um, I get a message from our friend who had witnessed the event. And he was like, so I hear you got a date. And <laughs> well, I was like, now. And I was like, shut up. <laughs> and um, yeah, so basically I had to play it off uh, over Snapchat. So I sent him like a little message being like, so I heard I asked you on a date four months from now last night and he was like oh you absolutely did and I was like good excellent good good. see you in four months and um yeah see you in four months and uh 
that was really uh, the beginning of the end. Yeah. Yeah, that but was definitely a time for you. That really was a time. But, you know, that part was funny. Yes. <laughs> I can laugh at it now because I'm like, girl. Don't ask men out four months from now. That's that's it. That's it. Yeah, that was a, an embarrassing time. Um, proceed. So we're still on POF at this time, doing the online mm-hmm. dating. Yes. And I go out with this guy who is in a tribute band. No. Yeah. What is with you and the artists? I don't know. I didn't know. Like, I'm not an artistic person, but I seem to date artistic people. It's very interesting. Yes. Anyway, so he he's in a tribute band, and he actually yes. did look like the singer. And I don't want to say which one because the reason why. So we go out on the date, and it's it's I fine. Wonder, like, I wonder if he's I? still in the tribute band. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, that would be a fun thing to know. But yes, continue. Yeah, so there, there's a reason why I'm, like, being kind of vague on this story. Yes. Um, so we go on a date, and, like, it's it's nice. Like, I don't really feel much. He seems to feel mm-hmm. the world. Um, yes. So he asked me on a second date, and he was really he was really nice, and we had a fun time. So I'm like, yeah, like, let's, let's go see a movie. And we end up, like, kissing and whatever. It's fine. And then I'm just like, oh, I kind of, like, want to go home. And he's just like, oh, okay, like, I don't live that far away. And I was like, oh, no, not with you. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm going home with you. I'm going home, home. He's like, oh, yes. your place works too. I'm like, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It does I'm not work. Home. I'm like, you go your home. I go my home. <laughs> <laughs> and I, okay, I, I ghosted this boy and many men before ghosting was a thing. And I yes. really just didn't feel like anything for this guy. And he seemed to be like getting ready to propose to me. We'd been on yes. like two dates. I didn't want yes. a third date. I was just like, Mm-mm, no, thank you. Nah. And like nothing. Okay. So nothing like really spectacular happened during those two dates, obviously. Mm-hmm. But in the months preceding and the years preceding these dates, this man has managed to pop up in my life time and time again. I don't know oh, how yikes. he's tracking me down. And it hasn't happened for a few years. So I think I'm good. I think I'm okay, okay. now. But like, for the couple months and like year or two, even three years after that date, mm-hmm. this guy kept popping up into my life, like on Facebook, on Instagram, just like texting me out of the blue. And I was just like, dude, take a fucking hint. I don't like you. <laughs> so, yeah. That was like just like one of those. Inst- it was kind of weird. You know, I go through all these moments where men don't like me. And then I have one obsessed with me. Those artistes, it's either they don't like you at all or they're obsessed. Oh, they are hot or cold. And like, he's like, yes. my band is playing at a at a thing. You want to go? And I'm like, no, I don't really want to see you dressed up. <laughs> no. No. Thanks. no. I'm, like, I'm sorry. I just like, I'm like, I can't do this. I I just feel nothing. Yeah, this was a boy. I ghosted him time and time again. But like, man, I applaud his persistence. But like. Dude, take a fucking hint. I'm not even going to ask what you learned from that because I think he needs to be the one learning the lesson. Yeah. I just learned that like, no, no, I'm saying no. So like I I did my lesson in that one. He needed to take a fucking hint and stop pursuing me because I was just like, no. Fair enough. Uh, Yeah. Do you want to hear my uh, coldest breakup? Yes. Great. So – 
after university, and I think it was probably the summer after I graduated, I met someone who was, I was working with, and I think it lasted maybe three months, right? It was longer than that, wasn't it? Officially, it was only three months. Oh, okay. All right. Um, okay. Carry on. But to give you context, as I get into the story, Laura literally said to me on the phone explicitly, you do not feel anything for this guy. What are you doing? I know because you never told me about him, and yes. but I found out. Like I just kind of knew you were seeing yes. someone, and I was just like, "You're not serious about him." He has known me. No, he lied about how old he was. For one, mm-hmm. strike one. We had very differing values, which this was probably the first time that I realized. Like, okay, that's actually very important to me, and. He just, he kind of had that attitude that a lot of young guys have of like, you kind of like just exist for them when they want to hang out with you. Oh, baby cakes. Oh, baby cakes. But you got um, lots to learn about women. (laughs) Oh, yeah. When I would rebel a bit against that, he was like, oh my God, what are you doing? Like, you're making me so mad. And I'm just like, oh, honey, I can be so much worse if I want to be. So, um, Needless to say, it just the stage I was in, stage he was at, was not working, and just differing values basically was the nail in the coffin. And Laura basically said to me on the phone, I didn't have feelings for him, and I was trying to figure out a way to break up with him. (laughs) And it all kind of culminated where over the course of like two weeks, I was kind of like ignoring his messages and didn't want to see him and stuff. And there was a time where he was messaging me being like, oh, like, what are we going to do this weekend? And I kid you not, I laid down on my roommate's bed and I was just like, I need to break up with him. How do I break (laughs) up with him? Do I let him come here? I don't want to see him again. I don't want him near me. How do I break up with this guy? Uh, And she was like, you need to break up with him. So I walk into my bedroom. It's about 930 at night on a Tuesday. And um. I called him and I basically stone cold, like didn't even shed a tear, was like, not working for me. <laughs> and he said to me, I kid you not at that time, um, well, I I think that you're just a very lost person. Oh. And I was just kind of like, okay. And he was like, you'll understand one day why you, why this was a mistake. And I'm just like, I mean. It's like I never really felt anything. You were just convenient. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I mean, I've, it's been about two and a half years and I'm like with the person that I want to marry. I'm like, I don't think I'm regretting anything, but thank you. Thank you for the input. Uh, So the conversation lasted a total of 22 minutes Mm -hmm. and um, I got up, I went back downstairs, sat on my roommate's floor. It was about 10 o'clock at this point. And I said, "Um, do you want to order McFlurries? (laughs) Moved on. (laughs) She was like, yeah yeah so i sat on the floor and ate a mcflurry and went to bed and uh every time he texted me since then i didn't answer it you were over it i was over it before it even began mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah oh so, man i to- i remember like when you were you were kind of like throwing hints that you were seeing someone yeah um and then when i finally confronted about you i was just like yeah you feel nothing for this person <laughs> yep yep it was a good time Nice. Good times. Yeah. Um, Did you learn anything from that? 
Yeah, I was about to say, moral of that story is um, don't date people who are just convenient because, you know, it's fun for you, but it's not very fun for them. And also, if right away they tell you what their values are and they're a red flag for you, don't date them because you're not going to get used to it and they're not going to change their mind. Yeah, you can't change someone. No. Obviously, there's some things you can compromise on, but those major core values, it's a no. Yeah, that's for sure. And I feel like at this point in our episode right now, we've kind of been on like both sides. We've been like the rejected and the rejecter. Yes. What is your next story? Uh, So this one's kind of a saga that took place over a year. And yeah, yeah. And we were like, we weren't dating. Let me just throw that out there right now. Okay. Um, We love to throw those out there. Yeah. So this would have been like second semester of, I believe, first year. I'm pretty sure it was first year. And I remember distinctively, I had 8 a.m. economics class. And it was in this classroom that I was super claustrophobic in because it was in this like really small, dark, tight theater. And so I am. I'm sitting in my chair eating this bagel and this really cute guy sits down next to me. I love it. We start having a conversation. He's just like, oh, like, nice bagel <laughs> of all things. <laughs> I know, right? Anyway, I kind of like – I liked him. He was he was a very good-looking guy. He was fun and, and really nice. So we kind of had this, like, casual friendship for the next year, I don't know, rest of the year. Mm-hmm. And then going into second year, I was a frosh leader. I could tell lots of stories about that week, but I'm cutting it down to two. Um, <laughs> and – we had always been like kind of flirty, but friends. And then finally during Frosh Week, we made out. Fun. Oh, I know. It was lots of fun. Nothing really beyond that. We're just like, hee hee, we made out. That's fun. Mm-hmm. And then like a few weeks later, I actually got up the courage to ask him out on a date. And he oh. said, yes. Yeah, I know. I was like so proud of myself. So we go out to like the local college bar and he was becoming a pretty good friend of mine and I was really excited for us to go on this date. However, this was the worst fucking date I have ever been on. Yes. So this wonderful fun guy who I had become friends with, I don't know where he was, but he definitely didn't show up to a date. This asshole showed up to a date. That's for sure. And we were, like, playing games and stuff. But his conversation was, like, I don't even know why Mm -hmm. you would bring this up to another person. But he proceeded to tell me of all his other hookups that he has had. Oh. Ew. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah. So this date, it keeps going on and on. He keeps telling me about all these hookups. And I'm just, like, barely talking at this time. And I was just, like. Where's my friend? Like, who is oh. this this guy? And like, I don't know if this has happened to other women where like a guy is like one way when you're hanging out and having fun with them. Mm-hmm. And then a completely different person when, when you're dating. Yeah, when you're trying to date them. And mm-hmm. anyway, so that date did not end well. And I can definitely say we were not friends 
after that experience. And I remember calling my mother and I was just like, I don't know what happened. Like we were such good friends and like he was just so rude and like not a good person on this date and she's just like forget him Laura like just don't even acknowledge him him anymore so my mom had to step in there and I was just like it was just weird like I'd never left a date feeling Mm -hmm. like that did not feel right and I'm glad I followed my instincts on that one because you know had I been a little bit younger I probably would have been that more like impressionist person you probably would have found a way to force it yeah, like I would have tried to make it work and been like, oh, like, haha, that's all funny and, and that kind of stuff. But like by that point, I had been on a few dates and I was just like, no, this ain't going to work out. So anyway, we no. never we never proceeded any further after that. Good. I think that's the lesson right there. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So this is pre-COVID. So like I was a professional woman. I had a full-time job. I was paying my bills, you know. And I thought it was a good idea to try out Bumble. That type of dating just doesn't really work for me. But I went on a date with this guy. And we went to a local... uh, Have you ever been to like a board game bar? Oh, yeah. Yeah, those like game cafes. Yes. So we went there and like he was okay to talk to like we had some good conversations over text before I went and he was like very um you know like chatting me up like flirty over text whatever and we get there and we you know order our drinks and pull out a board game and uh I chose I chose Scrabble because I like Scrabble Mm -hmm. okay it's fun so we were both super competitive like super competitive, like going to a board game cafe was a bad idea (laughs) because we didn't even talk to each other. I could not tell you a single thing about him that I didn't learn over text because we did not talk. So like I thought that it was like done because he made me pay for my own drink. So it like took me by surprise because like he asked me, right? Yeah. And then, like, he doesn't message me the next day, so I'm like, okay, it's done. But, no, he waited the standard three days to text me again and wanted uh, to go on another date. (laughs) So I was like, whatever, sure, like, let me know. And he was like, oh, are you free this week? And it was, like, literally a Tuesday. So I was like, oh, no, I'm sorry, I can't. Like, I'm out of town this weekend, like, busy during the evenings. And it was like – I had kicked his puppy with how he started responding to me after that. Like he was so mad that I wasn't available to him that week that even when I was like, oh, but like I can do next week. What does that work for you? And he's like, maybe. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, like, you know, I'm free Tuesday or Thursday. He's like, I don't know, maybe. And I just stopped responding because I'm like, I'm not dealing with somebody like that that literally throws a fit when I'm not available to go on a date with them. When we just met as well. Yeah. Like it kind of felt like he was like acting in a way like he had a claim on my time and that I needed to be available for him just because he wanted me to be. So I was like, okay, I wrote I wrote it off. I was like, this is not happening. And then the pandemic started. And this was like early, early days where like everybody was scared. I was like, I am not seeing other like people, whatever. And this man has the audacity on three separate occasions (laughs) 
to try to ask to come over to my apartment for, for our second call. date. No, he. it was for our second date, Laura. He said, we never had another opportunity to hang out, so maybe we should do it now. And I was like, sir, have you looked outside? I was like, it's a pandemic. And he's like, oh, it's just like the flu. And I was like, this is exactly why I'm not inviting you over. It's just a cold. <laughs> so I want um, a booty call. It's just a cold. It's fine. I know. I was like, no, you're not coming to my house. I was like, my roommate is here. I'm not doing that. And he's just like, well, the more the merrier, right? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm not going to get myself sick and her. The more so, the merrier. Oh, needless dear. to say, um, we did not talk anymore. And um, yeah, I kind of learned from that that Bumble dating isn't really my thing. Yeah, I don't think you did that any anymore after that, did you? I deleted it pretty quickly and then I was – fully single for like a year so you know it's not his fault but he didn't help the situation no no <laughs> please move on okay was this like the story number six i don't even know god, it's your- god my life is tragic i think it's story number six yeah i even i even like crossed out stories i'm not even telling all of them it's how tragic my dating life has been I love up it. until my current relationship <laughs> Um, anyway, okay, so this one kind of takes place in between my last story. Um, so this was during Frosh Week. This is like the second of the three men that I made out with that week. I was a little Love harlot that, that week. I was having fun. I was having a good time that week. I made it with a guy on a boat. <laughs> Love that for you. Yeah, it was a good time. But anyway, that was not this guy. This guy, um, I was actually interested in his friend originally, mm-hmm. but his friend had this like beautiful girlfriend you know whatever so I was like oh well that can't be a thing but he introduces me to this guy and he's just like oh little blonde girl easy and so you know I think we're we're like at the club and like making out a little bit and he obviously wanted more and I wasn't putting out more so the next day I saw him and I was just like oh hi like and I like went up to him and I kissed him on the cheek being really sweet because we had like Mm -hmm. nice conversations and stuff and he gave me like no indication that I was just like a failed hookup. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do that and he like looks at me and he doesn't say anything. Oh my God. Yeah. I got like completely shunned. That's so and rude. It was in front of a bunch of people Aww. and he didn't even acknowledge me. So like I just went back Aww. to my friends and Aww. I have to explain. So like, in my university, I was in the business school, and mm-hmm. they were there were some pretty preppy people in yes. the business school, and they had this like lounge area, and my school was like kind of in a square, so you could just like you know walk walk in a square around mm-hmm. each floor, and they had this lounge, and that's where like all the like cool third and fourth year people hung out, mm-hmm. and every day I had no. to walk by their cool group. No. On my way to class multiple times a day. No. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure in hindsight, like, I was long forgotten. Yeah. They didn't recognize me. But to me, oh, my God. In, like, second year Laura was yeah. mortified to mm-hmm. walk by them every day because I thought they'd be like, oh, that's the girl. Like, like she went up and she kissed you and, like, yeah, like, she and you, you didn't do anything. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, that was like kind of a mortifying experience for me. And yeah. it took me a really long time to get over that because oh. I'm pretty sure for that whole year, whenever I had to walk by their cool group, mm-hmm. I like thought they were looking at me and judging me. Yeah. So that's, that's my really tragic story. <laughs> I know that feeling. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't anyway, even know if there's really, a moral to that. No, no. I just like, I don't even have a moral. Okay. On to your final story, Laura. All right. So I'm going to dedicate this final story to a friend of ours because I know she's going <laughs> to listen to this this episode. Yes. And I hope she's not driving at the time because she's going to kill herself laughing because she was there. Yes. Um, so I don't even know how to start this story. Uh, so I was hanging out with, with this friend I'm dedicating the story to and mm-hmm. we were hanging out with another friend. Now, she had been friends with this girl for uh, like quite a while. They went, they were going to school together and mm-hmm. she had moved to our town for the summer. Yes. Um, and she thought like, Oh, like all three of us, like we'd be awesome together. So we went over to her place and she was so cool. Like love her. She's still one of my best friends right now. And we're playing all these like games and, and that kind of stuff. And we're like getting ready to go out to a bar mm-hmm. and she has this roommate Oh, and boy. I kid you not, this guy, he looks like Justin Timberlake. Oh, my God. Of course, it's Justin Timberlake that gets you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I am a product of the 90s, okay? Justin yep. Timberlake. That is what he looked like. And we were, like, kind of flirting and that kind of stuff. And that's a, that's a whole thing. I'm not going into detail yep. about that one. Several months later, it was, that was the summertime, and now it's, like, the fall, early winter. My friend and I, we are for dinner. Mm-hmm. And this really good looking guy mm-hmm. comes up to our table. Mm-hmm. And he starts like talking to my friend. And he's talking to me, like kind of like he knows me. And I was just like, okay, like playing along because <laughs> I didn't know who mm-hmm. it was. And she's just like, Laura, don't you know who that was? And I was just like, <laughs> no, who is he? Is he like a friend of yours? And he's just like, that's the guy. <laughs> That's Justin Timberlake. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> it's not Justin oh my Timberlake. God. He's just like, yep, that was Justin Timberlake. I was just like, wow. He looked a lot more like Justin Timberlake in the summertime than he does now. Still a very oh good looking guy, but like not quite like Justin Timberlake. <laughs> oh my God. So, yeah. That is first of many times I have forgotten a guy's name. <laughs> I love that for you. Yep. I don't even know what to say to that. I don't even know what to say either. But she's going to hear that story and remember that time. And so I told it for her because I knew she would really enjoy reliving that. I still remember the drink I was drinking. It was a um, a cognac in uh, an Earl Grey tea to make mm-hmm. a blueberry cognac. It was delicious. Oh, lovely. Mm-hmm. Don't remember his name. But that drink but was you remember lovely. the tea. Oh, the drink was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, I think we need to leave it at that. Because I, I don't so. think we can top that. <laughs> no. Yeah, we've really come full circle to being rejected and being the rejector. So many good times. I definitely have a few more stories in there, but th- those ones are my favorites. Mm-hmm. Well, now we're in both in loving relationships, so... Thank God. We can forget about the ones we didn't tell today. Yep. 
Yep. Well, if you guys have any tragic dating stories, please send them to us through our Discord chat because we just want to make sure that we're not alone. Yeah. Yeah. We hope we're not the only like tragic people out here or else it's going to be really embarrassing. I know. We just like exposed our souls and these people are listening like, ah, (laughs) you guys are fucked. You guys are messed up. (laughs) And if you could please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. That would really help us out because we are trying to grow our audience and always welcome new listeners. So, Yes, and if you have any friends who you think would enjoy this podcast, definitely share it with them. Mm -hmm. We come out with a new episode every Tuesday. Yes, we do. So on that note, Live like tea. Live like tea.